0: Hello and welcome back to the full out podcast. It's Sam, your host, and I'm so happy to be back. Do we sound different? Because we have a big girl microphone. I moved into a beautiful apartment in January, but it has super, super high ceilings, which is awesome for sunlight and my life. However, not so good for recording podcasts. So we've got the big girl microphone and I am so happy to be back. Today, we are diving into the three things that I wish I would have known sooner. Three things I wish I would have known sooner in my journey through entrepreneurship, my journey with my body, my journey in relationships, and really life overall. And so I know that there are certain podcasts that deal specifically with entrepreneurship or specifically with health in your body. And here's the thing. I believe that women can have it all. And I think that if we just focus on one area, we are not Allowing the brilliance of the multifacetedness that we are to shine through, and how you do one thing is how you do most things. So this is a podcast based on mindset, and your mindset in one area of your life is probably informing your mindset in another area of life. So I want to share with you the three things that I wish I would have known sooner in my journey, and these are really mindset things that um, held me back or. I thought I was going to heal. And uh, guess what? I'm still working through them. So, you know, I remember moving through my journey leading up to getting divorced. I remember it feeling so challenging to choose myself, to not only know my truth, to journal about it to know it internally but then to speak it to actually ask for what I wanted and needed to actually ask for my dreams i remember it being so challenging to go against the grain to go against social norms and walk into the unknown with this gut feeling like i was meant for more i was meant to do more i was meant to be more i was meant to have more and through that journey i i overcame all the hurdles. I asked for the divorce. I painfully left my, my dogs. I moved out on my own. I started over from scratch. I remember being like, what the F am I doing? I'm 30 years old. I have no children. I really want a family. I want a relationship where I feel loved and seen and supported and allowed to grow, not only allowed to grow, but to be supported and growing and soaring and being the powerhouse that I always knew I could be. And I moved through all of that Then thinking that, hey, after I heal all of this, it's going to be smooth sailing. And for a little bit of time in there, I did. I like felt this high, the high of healing, of overcoming this massive challenge. And I thought they would be like that forever. And what I didn't realize was that life was going to (laughs) life. One of my mentors, Brad Ballard, says that life is going to life. Shit's going to happen. And so here are three things that I wish I would have known sooner, and I'm sharing them with you because I hope they support you in your journey and you're not waiting with these crazy expectations that once you quote unquote make it, once you achieve the goal, whatever the goal is, that everything is going to be smooth sailing there on out. It's it's not the case. Life is gonna life. And the only constant... Is change. I remember seeing that on like a Volcom t-shirt for all my skater girls from back in the day. And I was like, oh my God, this is mind blowing. I had no idea that was like a a big saying and and things. That was my first, (laughs) my first piece of mindset stuff at 15 that I was like, oh, this is fascinating. I love this. Okay, Sam, bring it back. So three things I wish I would have known sooner. Number one, I wish I would have known that imposter syndrome was never gonna go away. I wish I could tell you that once you heal your imposter syndrome, that it's never going to go away, that you are going to always feel worthy. You're always going to feel confident. You're always going to feel like you know what you're talking about. You know what you're doing. But the truth is it's never going to go away. Now, a lot of people use imposter syndrome to keep them paralyzed, to keep them stuck, to keep them from doing the thing. Whether that is starting the nutrition program, they're like, oh, who am I to do that? My whole family comes from a line of big boned women and I'm never going to be fit and thin and feel good in my body. We always have aches and pains and dis-ease and all the things. Or maybe imposter syndrome comes in the form of you thinking, oh, well, I can't possibly, I can't possibly show up in that type of clothing or with that type of makeup or looking a certain way because you know, I don't know, insert whatever limiting belief you have. Imposter syndrome, we see it and we're like, oh, I can't do it. I can't talk about my my business online because I'm afraid of what my ex-boyfriend's sister is going to say about me and they're all going to be talking about me. And who am I to do this? I'm not an expert. And I'm going to say two things. Number one, you don't have to be an expert to share what's real for you. You only have to be a couple steps ahead in the journey to share what is real and what you've learned. You are an expert in your life. You are the expert of your life. Only you know what it was like to go through what you went through. Only you know what it was like to move through what you moved through. And only you know what it was like to come out on the other side. So if you are thinking you're not an expert, number one, I'm going to tell you, you are. You are the expert in your life. No one knows your life better than you. But more importantly, when you see imposter syndrome starting to creep in, instead of being afraid of it, instead of allowing it to paralyze you, can you instead celebrate it? Can you go, fuck yeah, I'm feeling imposter syndrome right now. It means I'm doing something outside of my comfort zone. Because anytime we are moving beyond our comfort zone, it's not going to feel authentic. It's not gonna feel normal. It's not gonna feel natural. I remember the first times going live on Instagram and live on Facebook and you know, literally just like dancing around, not talking, being super awkward into the camera because I had never done it before. I didn't know what I was doing. I remember feeling like an imposter when I was doing my fitness competition, like walking on stage in these really crazy heels. Like I was like, who am I in a bikini with a crazy spray tan? I'm like, I don't belong here. I'm not supposed to be here. And yet I didn't feel like I belong because I'd never done it before. I felt the same thing when I went to my pole dancing classes. Like, oh, I don't know how to walk in these shoes that make me feel like a baby deer that are like eight inch crazy, you know, pole dance heels. Who am I to do this? I remember starting my network marketing company and being like, oh, well, why would people listen to me about skincare? I don't even wash my face. <laughs> it's crazy as I look back because when we meet imposter syndrome, it's because we're doing something we've never done. It's not gonna feel authentic. It's not gonna feel natural. So can you celebrate it? Instead of allowing it to paralyze you, can you celebrate it? Can you go, heck yeah, this doesn't feel great. And it means I'm growing. It means I'm growing. Because remember, we don't receive growth out of ease. They say pressure creates diamonds. They don't just fall out of the sky. There's a lot of resistance. There's heat. There's compression. There's challenge. There's tension. And then the diamond appears. It's like going to the gym. You don't go to the gym, walk in, and then go, oh, I'm fit. I've got my six pack and I look amazing. No, you go in and you're like, oh my God, I don't know how to lift a weight. What do I do? Oh my God, look at all those people. They're in like cool gym clothes. And who am I? I, I don't I don't know what I'm wearing. I don't know how to even lift this dumbbell. I don't know how to turn on the treadmill. And yet you do and you learn. And so you start walking on the treadmill and then you start running and then you're like huffing and puffing and you're sweating and it's challenging. You feel the lungs just like scraping by asking for air. You feel your legs wanting to give up. And that's the challenge. That's how you then walk out feeling victorious, feeling accomplished. You don't walk in and feel accomplished. No, you walk in feeling uncomfortable. You get more uncomfortable as you lift the weights. You get more uncomfortable as you push your body to the limit And that's growing. It's the challenge, it's the resistance. That's what gets you the results. So anytime you're experiencing that imposter syndrome, who am I to do this? Know that you're on the right track, celebrate the crap out of it. Man, I got uncomfortable today. That was a win. The win isn't getting the sale. The win isn't having the money in the bank account. The win isn't losing weight. The win isn't getting the date. The win is you showing up even when it's uncomfortable that is the win. So let's talk about it even more. Number two, what I wish I would have known sooner was that my inner mean girl, my inner critic was never going to be fully healed. I think there's this idea that like, well, I've got to be fully healed to spread my message. I've got to be fully healed in order to have the money, the man, the the business, the Health, the whatever it is. I've got to heal my metabolism before I'm at my goal weight. I've got to heal my inner child before I feel like I can be in a healthy, conscious relationship. I've got to heal my codependency. I've got to heal blah, 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 blah. And the truth is, your inner critic, your ego, your inner mean girl is never going to be fully healed. So, can you actually take the pressure off yourself to have it right, to be perfect, to be fully healed in order to do the thing you want to do? can you release that need? I wish I would have known sooner that my inner mean girl was never going to be fully healed. Let that sink in. You don't need to be fully healed to create the life that you desire. Does it help to be able to shift your mindset? Does it help to be able to reframe the stories and limiting beliefs? Absolutely. Does it support you in doing the Reiki healing, the energy healing, the embodiment healing? 1,000%. In fact, I'm a huge, huge believer in it. I am a Reiki practitioner. I do believe in inner child healing. It's what I take my clients through. And asterisks, you're never going to be fully healed. So if you keep waiting for the day that you're going to be fully healed or waiting for the day that you're going to be fully ready, the day will never come. And so what I've learned is that in order to navigate my inner critic, I have to reframe how I view her. So anytime she comes up and I go into the spiral of self-doubt or self-beat up, I go, oh, okay, this means I'm growing. If my inner mean girl is triggered right now, it means I'm growing. So very similar to imposter syndrome, when these things come up, great, it means I'm growing. Can I feel the fear and decide to move forward anyway? Can I become friendly with my inner mean girl? Can I tell her, instead of looking at her as a mean girl, can I see her as my inner child? And go, girlfriend, I know that you're scared right now. I know that you're afraid you're going to be abandoned. You're afraid that people are going to judge you. You're afraid that you're going to be seen and not loved. Can you trust me in this adult version of me who's done the work, who is getting supported by coaches, who is committed to a big vision? Can you trust me to hold your hand and move forward together? And so learning how to navigate my inner critic and reframe how I viewed her has allowed me to continue to move forward without this need to feel fully healed. I see so many people online being like, well, I've just got to do this this healing before I'm ready to start my business. I've got to be healed before I get into my relationship. I've got to be healed before I commit. I've got to be healed before, before, before. And what that is doing is keeping you stuck. It's keeping you stuck right where you are. And it's really creating this either-or conversation. Either I'm not fully healed or I'm achieving my goals. And the truth is, we don't live in an either-or society, Actually, we do live in an either-or society, but I would like to expand us into both-and thinking. Can I not be fully healed and still build a massive business? Can I not be fully ready and still start dating? Can I not be where I think I'm supposed to be and love the fuck out of my life? Can you start living in the both-and? The third thing that I wish I would have known sooner is that there is no finish line. And look, I know we kind of know that, however, I often forget it, so I'm going to share it with you and remind you, there is no finish line. Life happens on the way to the goal, not once you've hit the goal. The only constant is change. There are going to be ups, there are going to be downs, there's going to be sideways, there's going to be spirals, and they're all normal. What we might think is a finish line is not the end. I don't even know if there is such a thing as a finish line. And I think so often we're like, well, when I just get that goal body weight, when I get that size four or 10 or six or 17, I don't know, when I have X amount of zeros in my bank account, when I have the partner, when I hit the finish line, then I will feel successful. Then I will be happy. Then I will insert X, Y, Z. And the truth is there's no finish line. And if we're so focused on the finish line, we're so focused on where we need to go, we miss out on what is happening right now. Life is what happens on the way to the goal, not once you've hit the goal. So can you, amidst the journeys of of heartbreak and happiness and triumphs and battles and all of the things in between, can you find the moment to pause and go, damn, I'm living a big life right now. If you are someone that feels deeply, if you're someone that experiences the ups and downs and the emotional roller coasters, can you celebrate that and go, man, I'm really living. The more I feel, the more I'm living. I think of that movie, Soul. Do, do you guys know that? I don't know if it was Pixar or who made it, but it was that cartoon movie, Soul. I like literally started crying, crying within the first five minutes of it. My boyfriend was like laughing at me. He's like, oh my God, I can't believe you're so emotional about this. I'm like, no, but this is it. This is, the, this is what it is to be human. It's to feel, to experience. Can we be in the experience of living our lives and enjoying our senses? What does it feel like to smell, taste, touch, love and also work towards our goals? I don't know if you're like me and you're like, you get real focused on a goal. It's like, that is it. And there's nothing else. There's no time for fun. There's no time for relationships. There's no time for a lazy Sunday. Like, no, I want to hit my goal. And is that how you really want to live your life? So this is me wishing that I would have known that sooner, knowing that my life is happening every single moment. And if you're stuck with any of these, the imposter syndrome, feeling like your inner critic needs to be healed before you can do the thing you want to do, or just being so goal-oriented and so focused on the finish line, know that you're not alone. You're not alone, I feel you, I've been there, I know the pain, I know the self-doubt, I know the self-beat-up, you're not alone. And can you learn these lessons without having to go through the hardships that I've experienced? And I'm so curious, which one resonates for you? Which one are you struggling with? Are you struggling with the imposter syndrome? Are you struggling with your inner mean girl? Are you struggling with being so goal-oriented that you're not having any fun, that you're literally measuring your self-worth towards your, with your goals. I see that a lot in my clients where they're like having a great week because they get a client to sign up or they get a new preferred customer in their network marketing business, or, you know, they finally see a pound down on the scale. and They're like, okay, this is, this week is a win. But then when they don't see the result, they're like, oh my God, I'm a failure. Like, Ooh, that is so tough. And here's the thing too about that. Is when we place so much emphasis on the goal, on the end line, and we don't hit it, it impacts our self-worth. It impacts how we view ourselves. And then we're like, we spiral out of control and then we're a a troll to be around. (laughs) And then our partners and our family and our dogs and our kids, they don't like us. And so how, how do you navigate that? I would encourage you to come back to who you are, into loving your human experience, into welcoming the challenge, into welcoming that things aren't always going to be easy. They're not always going to be rainbows and butterflies, and you're not going to ever fully have quote unquote made it if you're focused on a finish line. Instead, what do you find gratitude for in the daily? What kind of life do you get to create from the day to day so that you feel filled up? What kind of support are you receiving from your community, from your friends, from your mentors, from your social groups, from your, you know, coaching groups so that you are grounded in the truth of who you are? that you're not your imposter syndrome, you're not your anxiety, you're not your inner critic, you're not your accomplishments, but in fact, you're a miracle. You are a walking miracle. And your mere existence is the magic, that you have a gift, that your pain has a reason. You get to turn that into your purpose. You get to move forward powerfully. You get to not give a fuck about judgment or if people think you're real or not. You get to know that you're worthy of love. You're worthy of being seen, loved, and accepted. So I wish that I would have known these things sooner, that imposter syndrome was never going to go away, that my inner mean girl was never going to be fully healed, that there is no finish line, that there is no finish line. There is no finish line, but that life is meant to be lived. So are you really living? Are you just working the days away, not present or conscious to the gift that is this human existence? So I'm going to leave that with you. I want to know which one of these resonates the most and which one of these are you stuck with? Which one do you need more support with? I do live coaching in the full-out Facebook page every Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern. So if you want to get some live coaching with me, I'm going to drop the link in the show notes so you can join our community. And you can also be around like-minded sisters who are up-leveling their lives. They're being the powerhouses they were always meant to be. They're releasing their past stories and they're building epic lives. They're having it all, the health, the relationships, the business, the mindset, the magic, all of it. So come join our community If this podcast episode served you in any way, take a screenshot, share it on social media, tag me at Samantha Jo Harvey, and I hope you have the most amazing day. Thank you so much for joining me. If today's podcast inspired you in any way, we would love your support in spreading the word. Please subscribe, rate, and review, and let the other queens in your life know that they are also worthy of living life full out. If you want to continue the conversation, I'd love to connect with you on Instagram or Facebook at Samantha Jo Harvey. Have a fabulous day and I'll see you next time.